lives on the internet. The following. You are listening to Let's Go, the weekly anime podcast about weekly anime from Dynamite of the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness. So come along and hang with the Let's Go gang. It's Dwayne. Hello. It's Niall. How are you? And it's me, Brian. And on this episode, we are covering anime that aired the week of the 26th of September to the 2nd of October 2021, with the solitary exception of episode 13 of Godzilla Singular Point, called Together, Mm -hmm. in which we learn everything was indeed predetermined, but you couldn't just leap to the end, so you had to do everything you had to do in between all these 13 episodes. It's about the journey. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, it's it, again, you know, like uh, Arrival. You have the beginning of it and the end of it, but you need both, and you got to meet in the middle. That's yeah, where yes. it all goes down. Uh, and then it goes down again after the credits finish. So, mm. uh, <laughs> end of the beginning, beginning of the end. Yes. Ooh, uh, uh, I neglected to look up if that was... I was trying to think what was the first film or thing that did like like a biomechanical... Uh, or did, spoilers, um, Mecha Godzilla. Was it the cartoon? Um, it, I think, yeah, I think the, <laughs> I think that the, the animated series of the uh, Godzilla um, yeah. American Godzilla film, uh, in that they had like you know aliens come down and they like basically make a make a Frankenstein cyborg of the Godzilla got killed in the film. And yeah, then yeah, that yeah. was used then in one of the mid two thousands, uh, like Japanese Godzilla films. Yeah, they actually it, it, this this kind of plot where they have the skeleton inside, or the the Mecha Godzilla built around the skeleton, but it still has some of its will or something like that. Um, yeah, uh, it yeah. was called uh, Godzilla. It wasn't called like Mecha Godzilla. It was called like Kiryu. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, that is uh, the final pro- post credit reveal. Yes, the. Uh, hmm is that the, the little bits of plot that is not addressed in this episode. Uh, it's like, back. sequel, sequel, yes. sequel, sequel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's definitely set up for a sequel at the end. But before yeah, we get yeah. to the I... end, you've got to get to the end, which was predetermined by the end. Mm-hmm. The end had predetermined its own ending by, uh, essentially, Pelops the second. It finds the thing which is going to get the, the code to switch on. Not... Not before eating all the other Pelops. Yes. Uh, but unfortunately, <laughs> the catastro- catastrophe is coming too close. So therefore, Pelops II has to go back in time to figure out the calculation. We don't have enough time to calculate it. What if we go back in time? And then we'll have <laughs> enough time to do it. Yes. It's like, oh yeah, I suppose you would. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, they're trying to get uh, Jet Jaguar to the top of Godzilla to put this code in and end all this. And they, they have no idea why in the military are escorting them and thousands of Rodans coming after them, but they're just like, okay, I guess we better just do it. Yeah. Nobly uh, sacrifice themselves. Um, the, the guy with the muscles finally gets to use the muscles. Yes, <laughs> he does. He's uh, fine at the end. He's fine at the end, yeah. I know, I know, I know. But <laughs> I like that he needs more lift. It's like, oh, I can lift, boy. <laughs> oh, it's it, it, yeah. it like that one. Well, it's like an alabaster in one piece. We all got to throw Luffy up, up the tower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get a chance to rewatch it, but the, the basically they launched themselves off a broken uh, bit of overpass. Uh, mm. And then they have to throw the giant robots off the truck because they didn't get enough launch from the overpass jump but as it's coming off the overpass where there's like a top view of it i was like mm. i think that's supposed to remind you of the top view of mothra like the positions of the helicopter blades are kind of where the the eye spots are on mothra's design I, like, right. 
I wouldn't be surprised in the way like he's kind of got his arms up in the air. Like I feel like that's a specific callback as well because I this did this episode did prompt me to go back and watch Godzilla versus Megalon, which I still thoroughly enjoy. Um, two things. Uh, I I looked up the scientist thing. Uh, it's just like I guess he realized he had to hold the monster somehow, so he programmed himself in some way to increase his own size. That's yep. the scientific explanation. In that, that is, that is the this. one thing that's in, that'll be etched in my mind about Jet Jaguar. I <laughs> program myself line. to grow larger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they fucking um, do that in this. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, I and it. I did check the, the Jet Jaguar theme um, is played at the end of this, but like a really like sad, like um, orchestral, beautiful, like choral version of it. And I was just like, really? The, the thing with the funky piccolo in it? All right. You, you want to make that really cool? <laughs> Go for it, lads. <laughs> uh so Yun and Jet Jaguar go flying towards Godzilla, uh, or away from the Rodans, really, and then they realise when the Rodans stop following them that they're right in front of Godzilla. Uh, mm, and Godzilla has noticed. Yes. Basically, it's the problem. And, yeah, well, but then, yeah, Godzilla destroys the Rodans. And there is the question throughout this, because of Godzilla attacking the other monsters, is mm. what exactly was God, did Godzilla want in throughout this entire show? That is still a mystery. Um, yeah, and the way that ancient picture that shows up again at the start of this, um, the the Rodans are all presented as like, um, uh, crap, I've forgotten, the bird men, the tengus. Japanese. Tengus. They're presented the as tengus. And I'm like, are the, are the Rodans technically on their on our side because they're trying to stop Godzilla? They're just too fucking small. I don't know. I, 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 was, I, 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 yeah. I guess the, the guy think of us, uh, they're coming in and you know spreading the red dust, which allows them yeah. to kind of terraform the environment. You gotta look at it more as like these are animals competing for the same space and resources. Yeah, a different invasive species. Yeah, because like, like yeah. Godzilla, Godzilla is, is one invasive species. Godzilla is mm-hmm. coming in, it's going to its life cycle. It emerges from the water, it cocoons up, and then it's able to go on land, and then it's you know. No, mm-hmm. that at a certain time in a boy's life, we all start breathing lasers. <laughs> uh, but I do wonder, given the sinister tone of Mechagodzilla, is that if they do a sequel series, it will be like, oh no, Godzilla was on our side all along. <laughs> I mean, that's how the later Godzilla movies yes. go. So yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so they end up on top of Godzilla. But as they're on the way there, Jedi Hagel goes, oh, I've remembered. I've remembered that I've forgotten something. <laughs> Mm, mm. Uh, which we then learn that, like that. Yes, mm. that is then matched by Pelops the second in the past who's emptying their pockets and discovers oh it's the upgrade for Jet Jaguar that I, that Yun had asked me to make uh, you know like when you hit like oh, install later install yes. later several times oh, it was yeah, in, yeah. specifically the upgrade which will make Jet Jaguar invulnerable uh, or, yeah, yeah and so Pelops changes it, turns that into the song they've been hearing throughout the entire show mm. and it turns out that jet, they don't get the code on time because the code was never meant to be sent by May and that lot. It was it had already been sent in episode one by Pelops. It was sent from the future to the past and then from the past to the present yes. <laughs> via the future again. They meet somewhere in the middle. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, Which basically, really, yeah, really, Jaguar really was reprogrammed by the 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 lullaby by the song yes. that we've been playing yeah. the whole time. It was a really it's a really kind of funky idea because uh, probably because I guess in the toy and always interested in the capabilities of what like artificial intelligence can do. So yeah. with things like 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 with relativity and that, you know. If you if you go traveling in space, let's say it'll take like a million bajillion years to go to the next planet. But what if there was 
a artificial intelligence that could like survive and adapt to that. So again, with this, you know, with where time travel, I suppose you want to call it, works in this. A human couldn't survive the process, but we got a, yeah. a, a, a specific enough AI that can do it and then also return uh, with the results of what it's found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I like the, the hand wave of Jet Jaguar's growth of Jet Jaguar like falling off screen at one size and then coming back on screen at a size which is much, much bigger, but it takes you a moment to register that it's now the size of Godzilla. Uh, until mm. it's yeah, only once yeah. it grabs Godzilla, you're like, oh no, it's that big now, right? <laughs> yeah, you kind of think it like it always has something to do with, you know, because the archetype, it's, it's a programmable atom, was there's some, something in that code that programmed the atom to make like a bigger body for itself. And it just like, mm. it just like kind of materialized it literally out, out of the air, the, the dust is hanging in the air, just like put it all together, assembled it atom by atom. <laughs> Because what Godzilla, like, you could theorize as to looking at it, 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 Godzilla doesn't breathe atomic fire in this. It appears to, like, rearrange matter in, like, concentric circles in order to make a focused laser. Yeah, I, I think it's telling that when Jaguar finishes Godzilla off and the orthogonal diagonalizer effect is now in the color of Godzilla's yes. mouth beams. Um, but, yeah, it was the, definitely some kind of matter-to-energy conversion kind of thing. Yes. Um, which is probably how the Jaguar programmed itself to grow large. Yes. <laughs> also the possibility yeah. that G- Godzilla was always part of the equation to remove the red dust and take care of the other kaiju. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, a curative rather than a um, part of the, the symptoms. Mm. Yeah. Because uh, I assume it's the orthogonal diagonalizer is the thing which has made allowed J- Jaguar to get big as well as the everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just finish off Godzilla in a particularly unpleasant way of wrenching Godzilla's mouth <laughs> apart and causing it mm-hmm. to explode. Um, but yeah. I, I did like, well, uh, Pelops, sorry, not Pelops, um, Jet Jaguar PP, yes. descendant of Pelops and Jet Jaguar, are like espousing is like, let me explain like how all of this has happened while I, me and Godzilla kicked the shit out of yeah. each other. <laughs> mm. Nice. But it, yeah. it, it, it's it's like it is like uh where we heard like their voice their voices its voice uh yeah at the very beginning of the series or like now we have the context yes. for that it's like oh we are two beings from one and mm. <laughs> this is a story of how we how we were born mm-hmm. uh and then yeah that, then we after Godzilla is defeated the red dust clears then we see like a a copy of scenes from the first episode where they've gone back to the house but it's clearly set after because we know that May's now with Pelops the third a whole mm-hmm. new Pelops um, and then we get our credits and then we get the uh, post credit stinger where it is the American and the freelance spy slash journalist and also the scientist who was behind it all who's still alive somehow or time travelled or my God! Well, they never said he died, did they? No, they just said he they was did missing. They, they exploded, but they never found the body. Which yeah. Yeah. oh, he's definitely not dead. <laughs> he got flung <laughs> yeah. into the past or the future or something for sure. Um, yeah, I like. I I don't mind telling the story out of order because the story is out of order yeah, in its own exactly. way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, and he's got a very uh, satisfied but maniacal grin on his face at the sight of seeing this Mechagodzilla they built. Yeah, like this was his. <laughs> this was his end goal the whole yeah. time. 
wasn't to make a cool calculator. It was to make a big robot out of a dinosaur. Uh, well, he's, 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 he's a scientist like from the from from decades ago. He's like he's like in, well, he wants to make big strides. He wants to make big robots and death rays. Nowadays, it's all molecule, molecule, molecule. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And Tilda probably got squashed by Salunga, because so the the peril for the. Uh, but the Shiva, the Shiva yeah. group was Salunga trying to get at the original singular point. And they fired the missile at him and he just like waves the, like magically waves it away with the red dust. And they're like, okay, I guess, uh, I guess we're fucked. And then like just explosions and red dust. And I was just like, mm, mm, they're probably all dead. Yeah, it's, it was, it's a very good series. I pleased we passed it out week by week because I've, I feel like possibly yes. it would yeah. be too much if you sat and tried to binge it all. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I I can I can see like watching a multiple ones in a row like after you've watched it because you're like oh because you're getting the cyclical thing um from knowing which way the plot goes yes. after watching it the first time but um yeah it, it's definitely more satisfying to kind of like sit and think about it for for the week <laughs> walk away from it for a bit because if you're going to get like laden with, with with jargon especially you know yeah uh, sure sure again like if you say they're good at like explaining it using like you know whatever's on the desk and then it's like oh it's a little it's a lot like this and they mush it together oh i see mm -hmm. um but all the same yeah you can kind of ponder it a while um as to the kind of sync image of a bit and mm, mm. again like considered verifications it's like oh if they're able to do that then ooh, again the possibilities okay it can be kind of frightening mm. so yeah you know, don't um don't just like gorge it all down in a weekend so you can just post your <laughs> social media mm. it's not the not every series is designed for that then we've got fina pirate princess episode eight a knight's vow in which we have uh, some conversations and a brief flashback. But mm. it's still incredibly pretty for something which is just uh, a lot of chatting. Uh, yeah. uh, well, it's back to Fina making stupid faces, which is kind of what drew us in to begin with. And, mm. uh, and various samurai flouncing off with their hair blowing mm -hmm. in the wind as they and getting jealous because oh this girl's coming in she's gonna steal my partner i mean boyfriend i mean oh i've said too much good chum she's a witch i told you yeah uh... I, what i like about this episode is like your man's kind of like hey so guys like i've been told that she's a witch that can entrance the hearts of well not men just everyone around her basically um so we got to watch out for that and it's like oh she's 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 here she's behind me isn't she um, and still at the end of it, by the end of it, like he's still entranced with her. And are we entranced with her as the audience? I don't know if she knows she's doing it, but like, is she actually doing it? It's making me question that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is the thing like, oh, she is the descendant of, of Jean d'Arc and is the heir to a mysterious legacy. But yeah, yeah. she is this sort of kind of endearing. She's a bit of a dumbass, but she's nice. otherwise genuine and sincere to people. Mm -hmm. You know, She's friendly, which doesn't take magical powers to make friends and be nice to people, as much as you want to believe. But maybe back then, there was a tough world out there. There's a very, literally a cutthroat of pirates in the high seas. Maybe you don't mm. come across that um, sincerity and friendliness too often. Mm. Yeah, so it yeah. must it, be a witch. It could um, be just yeah. her, her, her sincerity and and um, kindness is a superpower in this age. <laughs> yeah, there is the also the other issue of her ancestors' uh, tomb seemingly taking over her brain so that she would know exactly where 
uh, the clue to Eden would be found. Uh, so there is that like issue it, as well. <laughs> there's that, which makes me think magic. But there's also like, is she just remembering shit her dad told her that she's locked away because of the trauma of watching everyone she's ever known burn alive? Possibly. Um, uh, we yeah. we learned from the priest that apparently he knew a man who was driven insane by uh, Fina's mother. <laughs> I think we can all guess yeah, which character like that, that is. Too. <laughs> yep, he's, uh, he's, he's risen to a very high rank in the navy, so never let insanity hold you back. Mm-hmm. And we learned that Kay's group of samurai just didn't make it in time to rescue uh, the people on Fina's father's ship. <laughs> Whoops! Got held up getting petrol for our boat, <laughs> which doesn't uh, exist yet. Or at yeah. least that's the story they're giving. Out. Oh, I mean, if only it was definitely like we know that like, the blue coats are on in there, and definitely those ninja samurai dudes were definitely there as well. Everyone was after the treasure. Uh, and one of the reasons it seems they were um, willing to put Yukimaru, like Yukimaru, is the only survivor, uh, the only guy who came back from it as a little kid, obviously. Yeah, but um. It's kind of like, were they just willing to put him up for the chop? Because it's like, well, you know, his dad's bad at being a ninja, and he's not great at being a ninja, so fuck it. We can we can just let those fuckers get killed. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's probably a very... Uh, probably a purge uh, within their own ranks. Sure, so. sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I do like Fina's argument as to why Shitan shouldn't uh, kill her for being a witch. Because <laughs> he hasn't finished training her in using this bow, and it would be terrible if... Uh, she died with before knowing how to use this bow properly because it would reflect very badly die, on him as a trade. <laughs> yeah, if I die not knowing how to use the bow and you're fucking really good at the bow, that's gonna make you look like an asshole, buddy. You gotta, you gotta finish the job. You made a pinky swear. Come on. And he's annoyed, but also is like that is the dumbest fucking reason. And you yes. charmed me, yes. Fina. Okay, yes. I'm, I'm gonna and go. He, for he's it. like, I now understand why Yukimaru punches you so often. <laughs> <laughs> But I think he says that, he just yeah. squeezes her cheeks. Yeah, he yeah. says that under his breath so she can't hear it. But yeah, that's mm. yeah. Uh that is the response. And uh yeah, Yukimaru heals up from his big shot. They go where do they go? Uh I'm sure it's the probably roof. a real place. Yeah. Uh, no, no, they're in All oh, right, I mean like, like in geographically. Yes, uh, geographically. They're not in uh, Turkey, there's some there. in Turkey, uh, I, I yeah. believe. Um, yeah, that, that would make sense. They've definitely gone towards like the the Middle East, certainly, yeah. um, or at least the Eastern Mediterranean, certainly. I'd say Eastern Mediterranean would probably be most feasible. So probably sure the Turkey or something like that. I did like the thing of like obviously, yeah, Turkey had excellent um, doctors and stuff, um, and the, just the guy going like, "Do you guys? What did you guys pack his wounds with?" It was like, "Oh, tobacco leaf." It's like that probably saved his fucking life. Kind of thing. I was like, oh, this is cool of the time medical shit. But um, <laughs> that I did also enjoy the thing of Yugi Maragon's like, I, I can't feel my legs. He's waking up in the hospital bed. It's like, oh, Fina has fallen asleep on my legs. <laughs> Fina, <laughs> uh, you scared me there. Fina, wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. Like, basically, like, <laughs> you scared the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, the last, last conversation is essentially Yugi Maru declaring his love. To feed her. Without saying that. Yes, without saying it. Uh, and her wondering whether she should go to Eden or whether it would just be nice to go from country to country, hanging out with her ninja pals. <laughs> Let's just go on adventures. Can we not just do that? Like, no, we need to have jobs. And going on an adventure is a job. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll find out. And yes, he's like, well, whatever you want to do, I will do it. And I'm going to kneel down now and kiss your hand. And then as I walk off, your fate <laughs> in this. 
It's like, that was so romantic. Uh, yeah. I don't know how to handle that. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, even though this is a very quiet episode compared to the raucousness of uh, previous ones. Like, nothing yeah. even blows up. Um, that's very cat. <laughs> how much is it going for? Because this is eight now. And I think it's going... two two calls, as they say. It would have to be, but otherwise we're going to, have to really have to rush this, just rush this globe-trotting journey to the end in a couple of episodes, <laughs> which I don't see happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know it says 12 episodes here on Wikipedia. Hmm. 12 at uh, 12 at first, it's, they could yeah, well, yeah, 12 yes. first yeah. season. Yeah. I would say that I don't know. Episode 10's called The Curtain Rises on the Climax, 11's called <laughs> yeah, At it. Mission's End. So. Okay, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it turns out the, 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 the turns out treasure was, was in the attic of the house all along. Whoops. <laughs> didn't seem to look there, I suppose. Pelops had already oh, given them the treasure in episode one. They didn't need to oh, looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we got Sunny Boy, episode 12, a two-year recess, hmm. in which we return to the grey and much more detailed real world, where uh, our heroes have to get back on with their regular lives as they've been dropped into the middle of high school. Definitely the weather felt like it went back to reality, at least here, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> ah, grey skies, I remember this. Grey, you're just standing in rows and rows of, 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 of other kids at the opening uh, ceremony of high school. you got to do your shitty job at this uh, hotel restaurant thing. Where the there there needs to be a special hell for for the managers who shout at the, the young fucking intern wait staff guys. There, there needs to be a special fucking hell for those people. I'm Because I'm just like, oh, I'm familiar with these fucking tin pot yeah. generals. Yeah. Mm. It's a nice little sequence again. And how uh, he's in these kind of in this back half ones, it'll just uh, it'll play a nice song over this a montage. Yeah. Stuff. It's, it's close as mm. you get through like an opening, if you want to call it that. Um, uh, of course, in amongst all that, you're seeing, oh, here are the other kids who... At least this version of them, they never experienced the drift. And you're seeing all the folks from like the class we knew initially. But also like ones like there's Jake, there's Yamabiko in his human form, not a dog, and uh with the girl he was like devoted to in that dimension, and there's like mm. passing by in the hallway. Like they're all in there in the background. Hmm, it's really nice. Mm. Uh, and of course, yeah, all the ones who thought, oh no, we've been here too long, we yeah, they, I guess mentally it might have been a problem coming back, but Time-wise, they would have come back uh, just in time for the next term. Because um, uh, it wasn't the two years they thought they were going to be back, and they didn't come back as different people. They sort of came back as themselves. They just had to remember uh, what had happened. And then once, uh, it's, once Mizuha remembers, then we get the sequence of them running through the psychedelic uh, kaleidoscope of worlds to get back to uh, this world, don't we? I assume that was halfway between Mizuho like deciding like I'm not I'm just going to be my regular jerk self. I was like, who the fuck are you? Which is just such a kick to the, the, uh, the feelings. Um, but well, also no. her kind of denying it because we see her yeah. hanging out at the school, going like, did it happen? These She's checking all magic? inside the locker, checking behind yes. the curtain in the music the toilet, room, and then the last toilet. toilets and all. Can it's any dimensions in here? She doesn't want to say it out loud because yes. uh, it would mean that it did happen and. I can't go back to it. And yeah. also, I mean, that, uh, my cats are gone forever. 
because they you know, mm. had to give him away because back to reality, her beloved grandmother has died. She got to go to the funeral, and the cats had got to go away to a home. You know, it's it's shit to come back to. And she come mm. out. She just wanted like you know, thinking maybe this is just always this way. But was it like something else where I was, you know, maybe a was little bit happier than that? Better. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, it would be too painful for her to admit that because that means that oh, that did happen, and now it's behind me, and I just have to. Mm, Based up with what's in front of me right now. <sighs> sneezing on the podcast. Terrible. Now sneezing on video yeah, as well. I'm sure it. that was horrific. Um, you right. can't even cover it up. <laughs> Slay it up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, eventually you find Nozomi is still alive, but now she's with Asakuze. Uh, hmm. And yeah, I didn't see people complaining about that. I was like, no, 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 no. They do. You realize it's. Asakuze and Nagara, they were the lost birds that she was fighting. So with she was never yeah. going to connect to Nagara because Nagara has to run off after school every day to go and work his full-time job as a waiter uh, mm-hmm. because he's got to earn money because his mum's a lock-in. Um, mm. So, yeah, instead she'd find Asakuse. It's only because they drifted that they formed the connection in the first place. But yeah. because he meets her at the train station and she's found another lost bird, he knows, oh, wait, it is the same one I knew. There is no difference. It's not that, yeah, you don't have the same experiences. You don't have that same two or whatever year gap year. Yeah. Um, but she's still the same person. She's still the same kindness. She's still the same, like, freaking looking for projects to fix. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I, I feel like the episode about the, the girl who's got the mind reading ability and yet still doesn't know, really know a person. I was like, that's probably the yeah. key to the ending. Is it? Mm-hmm. The only, the only people who kind of do know each other to a degree is Nagara and Mizuho because they've been through the most similar experiences together. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I this no, this Nozomi will never know it. Um, but it's the fact that Nagara he like finds this finds the little steps and goes up and checks out the birds' nests. Um, he would never have done that before. That. And yes, and no, that's like a very profound change in him. And, but she'll never know that. But yes. the fact that you're still here and you are yourself, you are this this genuine nice person that I knew or from from then. You know, this mm-hmm. is still this version of you is equally as nice. But as well, I'm somebody who I become a better person as well. To kind of I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Meet it, meet it, meet it at, at, at expectation. Because I I almost feel part of her progress in the second half of the series in the drift world is not just because she went to the world where she died, but also because Nagara stops needing her quite so much. He yeah. becomes much more independent. Yeah. Yeah. Af- oddly, mm. after they fail, he becomes more independent. Yeah, well, he could go out and get some job. Yeah. Um, I can I, I, I always talking about, oh, maybe I should just, like, you know, fucking get a flat for myself and, and the kid of cats and he's just saying, if you don't have to do that, don't do it yet because you've got a lot of stuff on your plate right now. You're just starting high school. You've, you've got yeah. all kinds of stuff coming down the line at you. Um, mm. Just hold off. Don't be in such a rush to get out and get on with things because um, we've only got so many kind of years of this like comparatively kind of carefree existence. You know, we think we got things roughed out with our teenagers. All oh, my parents are shit and school is crap and my part-time job sucks but when you're an adult you know you've got a lot more to be worrying about so yeah and it's the idea that i think part of his his conversation um with 
his his friend who also also remembers Drifton, um, where he's saying like, um, it's it's the difference of like I know I can't change the world, but this is the world I chose, and like without saying it more so through his actions than his words, um, it's clear that he's grown as a person, and in this world he can grow, and things will change, and things will get better. Whereas in those worlds, you are stuck as like. 14, 15 year old you forever for thousands of years. Mm. And it just becomes like a, a self-repeating thing where you just become like a nearly a parody of yourself. Not only a copy of a copy, but a yeah. um like I'm a dog yes. now. Fuck it. Well, not even worse, or worse, as we get in this episode, you're Asakaze who has not changed at all and everyone's yeah. abandoned him because of it. Like everyone's become something else because uh even our, our boy uh, became a forest apparently. <laughs> Yes, everybody else. Yeah. Aki's left him. Everybody else who was with Aki has gone to Hoshi's group. Mm. Uh, so, so presumably Hoshi wasn't the one turning, experimenting on suicide and death. Um, mm. uh, I think that's the second clue that that wasn't the case uh, we've had. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's like, yeah, I guess he got the worst end of the stick, partly because the wrong person probably saw the same thing in him that the Nozomi in the real world sees saw in him, but took advantage of it in the form of... Yeah, Akita. yeah. N- Nozomi, like, I, I, to be mean, like, t- took him on as a project. That's her attractiveness yes. to him. He's a, he's a sick bird for her to help, yeah. that kind of thing. But in this one, she's just like, oh, you're the best, actually. You don't need to change at all. And that now he's stuck. Yeah, but, but also, you have, a- yeah, you have Aki saw the same weakness in him but then exploits it rather yeah. than um, exactly yeah. yeah 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 it's it's a difference between uh you you didn't intervene you didn't like you know make that choice and it's a dead bird whereas when you do make that choice when you do like you know take that step it's a little chick it's full of possibilities you know you've yeah. done yeah. something and you've like opened up a whole new like random possibilities for for yourself or for somebody else, but it's a more mm. positive um, effect you're going to have on the world. Like in that way, he's actually uh, connected to to Nozomi more than he he had before the the drift because um, he she she now knows him as that guy from school who is also concerned with sick birds like me. Mm. Yeah. So he he's formed a different kind of connection with her. So it's possible they might make a connection later on. We don't know. There's a million fucking possibilities for the future. But now he has a future. Yeah. Uh there's also the weird situation where they end up with two Nozomis to take back with them. <laughs> yeah. I think the deal with that was the one that they had and they were navigating back with the space elevator, that was a copy brought by the cats, right? Yeah. Yeah. So your man gave him the, the real yes. the real Nozomi. Yeah. And when he took that back, that became Nozomi. So no Nozomi wasn't yeah, dead. It's it's I, well, I suppose it's like, you know, the kind of we've, we've changed at the time we're going back to the same world, but we wouldn't change it. But we changed one thing, which was that yeah. Nozomi didn't uh didn't die prematurely. But maybe kind mm. of bringing this back, it's sort of it there was a missing jigsaw piece in this world because slotted it in there. Everything else is yeah, the yeah. exact same and no one else will know yeah. um what happened but Mm-hmm. This is a crucial difference that, you know, again, it's a it's a positive, more positive effect to have in the world just by kind of intervening and stepping in. Yeah, yeah. Um, because a lot of it, like, you know, you, you want to escape from things because they're tough, you know, and, you know, that is can be an easier option. Maybe it's something you got to do sometimes. You got to kind of withdraw in and try and gather yourself, but mm. just going to be inert and um, like, you, like you're part of the world. Um, you're part of this world, like that thing. 
and players that might like you gotta get face up to things. The guy face up to the inevitable, you know. You have to, I suppose you just gotta take like the, the rough with the smooth, like you know, it's gonna be shit where you know you gotta come back and things aren't great, but uh, there's a possibility that they could, could, could get better as well. You know, you focus too much on things that are bad, but you maybe don't consider that things can get better as well. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's obviously the choice that he's made for himself. It's just like, yeah, the world isn't going to change that we go back to now, but it has the potential to change, and that's that's the choice he's made, basically. Yeah, mm. yeah. You can't, is, you can't change the world. Yeah. You can't change your perspective, <laughs> your your outlook on it. All right. Mm. Which is like, these are just some interpretations you may wish to make of this episode, because uh, there's also weird yeah. stuff like the principal saying, how, you, how do you plan to take that back with you? And then it cuts to his co-worker at the restaurant mm. for like a, a brief static frame. And I'm like, okay, what, what's, what? He, did he bring back two Nozomis? Is the other... I haven't checked the character design. I know that it's blonde, but I haven't checked the facial character design to see whether it matches anybody else's character oh, design. I, th- I thought that was... Um... I, I, I should go to the back myself. I thought it was. Um, oh, you remember that dude Ace? Who was at the yeah, I, I thought that. I thought it was her I as well. I thought that was the one who was in his little faction. Yeah, I don't think it's her. Oh, yeah. If she cut her hair or something, I get you. Um, that, there's a lot of like guys. It's like, hey, remember that guy from that episode? There they are walking around in the background, and you're like, okay, so that tells me not what became of them, but what this version of them went on to... Yeah, it's yeah. more the, it's it, more the it, cut it's to her like during, mall, I think. during the yeah, escape, yeah. which is the weird thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love that I, whole I, sequence of them just running through fucking, like, uh, a kaleidoscope of worlds and possibilities. I think that was really, really nice visual and also nice music. It's a crazy kind of distorting of that. It, it's like, we have all of the footage from the entire series running yeah. through it. You kind of just, like, you know, fit it around this weird polygon and then rotate it in space. Uh, but mm. it's kind of difficult uh, to kind of make it look so weird and distorted like on purpose like it's just it's like something like no got spat out in a crazy like render uh mm-hmm. and it's like whoa something went up here but they had to do it properly um i was reading that some of the colors they, they were using um when they went to that world um the one where nozomi dies and turns into the compass you know appearing mm-hmm. into that abyss where it's red that's a kind of red that is not meant to be left on screen for long periods of time because it's like outside of like the the bounds of like colors. I don't, I, oh, it's, it's, it's one of those colors like that a, kind of burns into your eyes if you're looking at it for too long. That burns kind of into your eyes, it also burns into your television screen. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> like uh, it's meant to be kind of not, not the done thing to do. Uh, I, think mm. it's an, I think it's an old holdover from... Um, from uh, old broadcast rules for old television sets. I think it isn't so much a problem oh. now on, mod- on modern displays, but it was like still to this day, it's not something that's done very often just because sure, sure. it doesn't yeah. look quite right. But uh, there was just another way to kind of sell how just how uncanny the mm. dimensions and worlds are, they're traveling through are. Mm. Anyway, that's Sunny Boy. Um, mm. <laughs> presumably the next project. Uh, Tatami Time Machine Blues will be a little, won't be more linear, but will be a more um, uh, a through line of narrative, even though that narrative yeah. will constantly mm. loop back on itself. They've that. already started the um, the dub of that, as, uh, of Sonny Boy now as well. I mean, I'll probably just rewatch it in Japanese, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Man, it's, it, it's a really like unusual thing where like I've like 
thinking that to be like a, like a blank check to do something that but just do, do whatever you like as long as you like it. It was, it was like a producer he met back and he was making One Punch Man, but they're waiting for the schedules to line up. And then, right, hey, right. I got an idea for you. But I want you to make something for me uh, or for this for make something for yourself. And I'll back you up all the way. I'll get you wherever you mm. need. And, um, which is not something you come across very often as a director in this industry of all things. Mm-hmm. So it's a very unique little thing we come across here. And I know it, it's still like sticking with me. It's like one of those things like I'm, Still thinking about Pikes and I that sound to soundtrack a lot as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was really good in this one because it's like you know very they're very like, nice sounds, but it was really oh, underscored uh, and enhanced. The, the I would say you've just reminded me now the thing I didn't like about the final episode and the series. Oh, well. I'm gonna be saying yeah. The ending theme on this last episode, I hated it. The, oh, the right. the, yeah, hated the it. version. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, it's, 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 it's a fine album, you know, they got Chinichiro Watanabe into like, uh, uh, throw a few names in there. I think a lot of Mishingo Natsume is um, some of his, his favorite favorite bands, but Watanabe, you know, how to give a few suggestions to mm. make it a whole cohesive thing. Uh, now, that, really that nice. final ending theme is to Joe Wiley, Radio 1 Live Lounge in the <laughs> late 90s. Like I appreciate it, like as it as it functions in the plot to do the acoustic version of the the song that hadn't been that um up to that because we're back to the real world and no fucking effects, no no pedals or nothing, <laughs> just a man and a guitar. <laughs> I love the the fun the post rock uh, songs playing over when they're running through the different dimensions there. Yeah, I love yeah, that that's a great really sequence, good. Yeah. yeah. Now there's never any call to do an acoustic version of a song which wasn't originally acoustic. Um... <laughs> It's just, uh, just, just, just the worst. Just the worst. I blame Nirvana um, <laughs> for making it. It popular. ruined the whole series for you. Put it, it went, in the bin. It was pretty close. I was like, and that's why on taxis, <laughs> my number two. <laughs> oh. Then we've got Dragon Quest: The Adventure of Die, Episode Fifty One, the Avon style ultimate technique. Speaking of ruining. The ending, ending song and opening song. I like the new animation for it. It's not, it's not it's the, the theme song. It's not as good. It's not as good. Uh, I mean, like you've been watching it. You've watched it fifty times now, so you're going to be used to the. Old yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. I mean, I, I like the opening. I don't. I really like the fact that it's got everybody in it now. Yeah, yeah. Well, the actual animation sequence. I'm fine with it. I just say, because okay, it's, it, it seems to be implying as well. Are we going into space? Is that a spaceship out there? <laughs> It's going to be pretty wild. Uh, yeah. I'm still like, not, not gelling with the song as much. Yeah, I also think it's not everybody. Uh, I believe there might be another f- foe or two who's not featured in this. Because, um, hmm. yeah, when I saw the spaceship, I was like, oh, yeah, they haven't hit the flying ship part of Dragon Quest yet. So I was just like, yeah. hmm, I got to get to there. Uh, well, they changed the um, bits of the opening sequence when they got partway through uh, the previous they, they added, one yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they, they, they changed it from the again. generals to the chess pieces, that kind of way. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's also the possibility that the character I'm thinking of has always, has always been in the opening and uh, I haven't recognised him yet because I don't know what he looks like. Right there in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there is one like that. You've lived in uh, your little uh, wizard who's currently in a cage. He's blinking you miss him in the opening credits. He like flies by at the corner of the screen. <laughs> so you go, oh yeah, he's, well, he's still not doing much. He's in prison, but uh, yeah, but he's waiting in the background to fuck someone's day off. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah Probably yeah. Hadlars based on uh, probably 
this episode. This episode really. He's going to be a weird villain to hero flip in that it's like I also want to fuck over that guy because he's really he's really dicked me over lately. (laughs) Oh, I mean him. If him's got a baby face turn coming, it's already set up in this episode. When it turns out he can cry, he's that human and that noble a creature that he has created. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it pains him to see Hadlar so ill from his quickly turned into a uh, super being. Mm. Uh, uh, Fenbrin walks in, boss, <laughs> you cut my eyes out, but someone's out there. <laughs> I don't know who. <laughs> uh, they find Chiu beaten up, um, and he thinks that they've chased off Fenbrin. Uh, so, uh, this leads to some confusion where they think that it was, in fact, uh, Baron who's beaten up Chew, and it leads to a duel with Crocodile and Hyunko versus Baron because Hyunko can sense Baron's nearby, so he sends everybody else away. And... Listen, I, I love Crocodile, but that's very generous to say Crocodile is involved in the thing. He's just speed wagoning the whole fucking time. Basically. That is true, and also he admits that he was he was going to let. Baron win because he figured that Baron probably has well, a better Baron chance. Well, Baron probably got killed. Him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know I can't on my own, but he probably fucking could. So I kind of wanted him to win, yeah. But we had to have the ultimate avant-style technique, which is come at me, bro. No, you come at me, bro. No, you the come at me, bro. The strongest fighting is not fighting, but you're still going to kill him if they get close enough to you. Just got to tense your abs and just like take the punch and then, you know, you punch him while he's right close to you. That's the... That's the basic essence of it. Yeah, like what a no-form cross-counter. Mm. What, if, what, if, what if, like, a magical chess piece um, this swoops in just in the right, wrong moment, and then, oh, but it's like Baron is like, okay, I want to fucking honor your resolve. I'm going to move in there. I'm going to cut you down with all I got. And Hunk was like, come on, man, I got to go on. As soon as you come in, I'm going to mess you up. Mm. That split second, Abanas is like, oh, I better shoot these dudes. <laughs> Thousand needles! And Hunko, in his nobility, he turns in that split second and fires off that shot he was saving for Baron and takes her out. But Baron is like, I'm mid-swing, man. I can't stop myself. Oh! Takes the full hit. Fucking hmm. uh, Albanas got messed up, though. He's, he's one blown like on like the upper upper right quadrant of her body away. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a T-1000, just sort of hanging apart. Yeah. Pretty neat. Hmm. Really vicious. Uh, and Yonko will never fight again. <laughs> hmm. Sure, uh, sure, sure, sure. I mean, how many times has he been dead now? Uh, <laughs> he hasn't been dead at all. Pops, anyone who's actually been dead. He was covered in fucking lava. He's definitely been dead at least but once. No, he's just fucking. He just keeps getting back up. Yes. It's like no, that's why he was a leader of the undead legion. Like, and then the despite being a human, it's just like he just keeps coming back. And you know, I want to believe, you know, like in this world where magic exists, that it'll probably be fine. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they know somebody who knows Zing. Uh, I, I would have probably held out until one of them had learned Kazing before going in there, but. Um, mm. They just don't have time to grind. This That's is, this true. Is no run, time to grind. Though I believe at some point <laughs> in the in the comic, it will it, it tells you that uh, dies level fifty five or something. So yeah. <laughs> we need to uh, gotta change like the the eye catch to be like the stats from Dragon Ghost House something. You can see where everybody's MP and HP yeah. is at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
that's that's pretty much everything which happens because a great deal of it is two macho idiots <laughs> explaining what they're going to do to each other. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to let you hit me. I'm going to hit you back. Oh, yeah? Well, let's see about that. And Crocodile is like, you idiots! Why? He was so young! He's <laughs> holding up Junko's quasi-lifeless body. No! And he's Pieta. Yeah, like, his shirt hasn't even come off. He's fine. <laughs> it's all internal damage, you know. His, 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 his insides have been turned to hamburger. This is what his new stomach's going to look like. It's just like a wine sack we've put some tubes into. It'll, it'll fit right in there, no problem. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, Crocodile comes back with Baron at the end, uh, to hmm. Pop's dismay. Uh, they That's do have a thing. It's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna split up. We gotta split into teams. Okay, so we know from Chu that it's like a door that not even a, a, a dragon, dragon knight can take dragon out. Dragon knight can Byron's take like, out. Oh, I'll see about that. I'll join your team, son. It's like, wait, what? Fucking like, you're not gonna gonna let anyone explain that beforehand? No, I'm just gonna burst in. It'll be more dramatic. What? What are you trying to kill us like two episodes back? Ah, uh, different now. <laughs> yeah. I got be a baby. Uh, also, I overheard uh, Kilvern flapping his gums about uh, what Vern's actual plan is. So I know, I know, whatever I was on the side with Vern in the slightest is now completely out the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Hadler, he does, Hadler does not know the truth yet. He is still living on that lie. Ah, mm. uh, well, it'll be a glorious like half a second when he finally achieves his goal and then keels over and copping up blood. You know, he's not long for this world anyway. He just wants to kill that guy. That's all he's here for. But in an honourable and noble fashion. Within with Marcus of Queensbury rules. And then finally, we got a brand new show, Muta King the Dancing Hero. Episode one, Muta King Begins. In which we join our hero, Muteki, as he arrives in Neo San Francisco to go and live with his grandmother. And all he wants to do is eat some taco tacos and things rapidly get out of hand. They look nasty, man. I wouldn't want to eat those. Well, that's the idea, is that they look nasty. Yeah. It's a lot, it's a lot like this, uh, the, the Whopper you can get in Japan with the black bun. But yeah, yeah, to an yeah. absurd degree. Or the squid ink pasta. It's like, oh, it's all like taco taco. It's taco with an octopus. It's like the octopus sink, yeah. like burgers and chips. Uh, this is very unappealing. Uh, but if, if something is crisp and it's black, you, I just think that's burnt as fuck. I'm not eating that. <laughs> I don't want all those carcinogens in me. Thank uh, you very much. But before he gets there, he saves a rat who's being chased by a funny pizza guy. <laughs> he didn't seem funny to me. He seemed murderous to me. Well, it's more strange rather than, rather than comedic. It's that kind of funny. Right, right. Uh, though I assume he's one of the good people in this world because he is not grey scale like everybody else who's bought into the products of Octink. The, uh... Also, based off his pizza uniform, he does appear to make food that is more coloured than black. Exactly, yeah. yes. So I think he's got, that's a sign that he's one of the good guys. Like, presuming Muteki has never been to any big city before, because you're like, wow, look at all these lifeless, featureless skyscrapers. It's amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, this is a show all about... Uh the gentrification of San Francisco uh, <laughs> by technology companies. Uh, I mean, like gentrification in general, but specifically San Francisco. Specifically yeah, San yeah. Francisco, yes. Um, there is a lot of hills and people getting tired walking on hills, surprisingly, even in the first episode. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he, he he goes and buys a Taco Taco meal uh, with after much problems because he hasn't got a membership card. Um, 
And then, uh, unfortunately, someone trips somebody, so it bumps into him and knocking his food flying because this guy is watching him when he was dancing, protecting the rat. Uh, this mysterious stranger who introduces himself as DJ, also known as DJ. So you can call me DJ, a.k.a. DJ. DJ <laughs> to DJ. Again, his name for what he does. Um, who is a weirdo who uh, wants to, him to get involved. Also, there's a a news report, like a, um, like a world, of Arthur C. Clarke's World of the Unknown type show where they're investigating cattle mutilations that are going on um i like the way the the eye in the sky guy who's apparently running all this fucking shit is is kind of like that's boring what else was in the news Ooh, there's a new iphone all right let's fucking check that out yeah there's a new iphone eventually mateki goes to a diner where to get some food where whatever he orders he is given an ice cream float by the waitress and apparently that's the same for the uh two guys in the booth behind him but then, the two old, cool old guys. Yes. We've like, got two old dudes like, like one, wow, big bro, you're sophisticated drinking coffee. I know, right? It's very grown up and mature. I'm 65 years old. <laughs> uh, oh, he also rescued an old lady from being hit by a truck uh, who then hit We're on dancing. a fire hydrant, uh, thinking it was mm. him, uh, mm-hmm. which was foreshadowing for the joke at the end. <laughs> um, and yeah, so he's going to get... he's. Uh, he suggested that he should go to this concert by the waitress. She can't go because she's at work. Uh, mm. So he goes along. And... She's so weird. I assume that was like three different women who were all serving him at some stage. Is, is, is she a, a robot? Weird... I mean, she looks like a more advanced version of the other waitress robots that we see in the restaurant. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and we get to see the concert, but uh, Muteki does not get to hear the concert because DJ, aka DJ, is there. And put some headphones on him so he can listen to his hip hop beats instead of the Sharon Apple show, which is going on. Uh, no, no, don't don't watch the the thing that we actually spent the CG animation budget on. No, 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 no. What you want is these fat beats. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing, this, dude? You got to put up on hollow notes in there, man. One of the mm. best of the eighties up in this. Uh, it's a good thing he did though, because that the music seems to make the audience sleepy and then turn into slime. Turn into uh, ink. Because they're they're squids, aren't they? It seems like the bad guys are squids and DJ, Mm. a.k.a. DJ, is an octopus because he says Muta King, he transforms using pure octopus cells or something. Or good octopus cells. That's confusing because it's like Taco Taco. Taco is octopus and it's obviously a front for the corporation. They're mixing up drama metaphors here. I think that's probably (laughs) what they're going for. Uh, Yeah, so they they sneak behind backstage and then onto stage and then he transforms Muteki into Muta King to face off the weird ghost who's collecting people who've now turned into ink. And he battles him by just singing the theme song from the original Muta King anime from 1980. Uh, what no... roller skating in a psychedelic landscape? Yes, but no fisticuffs involved at all. He just sings a no, song at no, him, no. poses no. muscularly, and uh, that is the monster defeated for this week. <laughs> Bizarre. Uh, and then he finally, just... finally gets to Granny's house. Yes. <laughs> and DJ, are you... <laughs> you have something going on, my Granny. I'm not for it. Hmm. Yes. It's like, oh, Granny, fucking, I had the worst fucking day. I met some weirdo. Oh, Jesus, he's coming out of a shower in your house. 
what are you doing? It's like, oh, we're best mates. Maybe more than mates, right, Granny? Yes. Oh, you got Hitting it, Hitting the clubs up, you know, <laughs> dust till dawn. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, DJ, a.k.a. DJ, is a sugar baby to his granny. Um, and that, that's, that's our that's, cliffhanger. That's our first episode, yes. First episode <laughs> of 12. Ah, it's so daft. I loved it because uh, it was yeah. it's daft, but it's got a satirical point to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the music's really good. Um, the... I think now you were pointing out the the opening bit is just like, have I put on an anime from the eighties by accident? <laughs> it is. I, I got like <laughs> my the audacity of one. This is what we're going to be on about. We're going to have a homage to Cesar Watase's Heart Cocktail, which is just like usually just like. It's, it's it was like more it was a comic but it was made into like some like a short anime thing mm. but it's very animated it's more kind of like stills and it'll play like usually like a, an instrumental kind of music sounding cover of a popular song at the time mm-hmm. like california dream and everything like that in this case it's thought no let's go with a fucking viral fucking youtube hit from the last decade a song from the 80s plastic love <laughs> which is that on so many like one eighty city pop playlist and it's kind of become like this again self-eating parody of itself. Is it an actual mm. song? Is it one? Is it actual? What was this place deserved in the canon of things? It's all messed around. Uh, mm-hmm. But just the audacity that homage, which again only a handful of people are going to pick up on. Yeah, uh, it's because I thought originally I was like, oh, it must just be in the same slot that uh, Time Bokan Twenty Four was. Because yeah. uh, yeah. My Hero Academia has just ended. No, 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 no. That, that back in that slot is your Inuyasha sequel. Um, hmm. uh, this airs in the middle of the night. This is not aimed at children at all. It, I was like, it, it was weird because yeah. the tone of it feels like, oh, it's like a like a like a, like a Tatsudoku revival show. So it's going to yeah, be. Yeah. Well, I guess it's like rather than revive a Tatsudoku show like for for modern day for a modern younger audience, it's going to more revive it for. The ones who were children back then and are adults now. Yes. Like, remember that... this? Mm-hmm. Kids who are now adults. Yeah, that's because mm-hmm. I was like, as I was first watching it, I was like, am I, am I going to be one of those three who likes it because I'm of the right age to remember these references technically? And then I was really, once you pointed out the thing about the thing at the start, it's like, oh no, what it's for is it's for millennials who weren't quite old enough to properly appreciate uh, the 80s at the time. Um, but they because, probably went back and yes. watched a bunch but of But they rode that wave, you know, from yes. the last decade. Because now we're, yeah, we're seeing yeah. a nascent of the beginnings of it now. Right now, now the 90s are coming back into vogue. So we're yeah, seeing that yeah. come in. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you look at who's making it and you're like, oh, it's a load of much older men who definitely do remember the 80s and probably remember <laughs> having a great time as animators in the 80s where they were probably getting paid a whole lot more. Um, mm. uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this. This was... Uh, this was much better than I was expecting it to be. I was a little trepidatious. I thought this should be the sort of thing I like, but the trailers kind of uh, didn't make it seem super great. But the way it all connects with the music and the comedy, which is the thing Ooh. mostly absent from the trailers, uh, yeah, it all it all stitched together nicely in this first episode. I see next yeah. week we've got a guy who's clearly one of the uh, like a tone bokan um, henchman running a. Uh, a food truck. <laughs> oh yeah, it's one the the, sk- yes. the skinny one. The skinny like one of of, of, of the, yes. those trios. Yeah. <laughs> yes. the skinny inventor one. Oh, uh, I am all for anything that is willing to take down gentrification of anywhere. 
San Francisco, San Francisco in particular. So if you enjoyed Garo Vanishing Line, you may yeah, enjoy so... Mujer King the Dancing Hero. <laughs> yeah, they've probably got a lot in common um, mm. in terms of inf- time period influence as well. Because uh, I think this is supposed That's to be violent, set in, in an 80s, but not the 80s. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it might be like an 80s where the promises of like the the future actually came to pass and we had like smartphones years earlier than we yeah. should have. Yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. like throwing away your Walkman or whatever. They pretend the clearly analogous Throw away your name. Walkman and your smartwatch and get the new iPhone, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The, the the evil company Octink, the design on them and the logo is superb. It's like you know exactly what they're supposed to be uh, just from the logo. Yeah, I, I like the simple thing of like the, the faceless goons all of like different shaped glasses. And um, they're all like very different cartoon shapes and heights and everything. And I was just like, so you—they're actually individual characters and everything. Yes. Like, oh, that's great. That's fun. Uh, the CEO's yeah. thing of like, I'm about to take my coat off. No, I'm going to put it back on again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It works. I don't know why it works, but it is very funny. So I'm going to yeah, enjoy I, that I, one. I do have I, the attendance there. Like he's waiting to take the coat. So it's like, picking me up. He's picking me up. <laughs> Uh, and I like the way a lot of the other characters who we don't properly meet yet are introduced. I think the only ones who aren't are the uh, the siblings who hang out at a video game store, which appears to be what the next episode is about anyway. So we'll get mm. all of them then. And the drag queen who is their mother, or at least mm-hmm. mother figure, according to uh, the description. And I wonder whether cause they've all got like different hued skin so i'm thinking are they supposed to be like the original 1978 pride flag as characters oh the the baker flag yeah 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 um god it could be it could be we'll see we'll see what the characters are like next week uh i'm looking forward to that lady who seems to run like uh, a gym slash disco uh or maybe, maybe some kind of like, maybe some kind of, yeah, I yeah. Feel like disco workout thing. I'm not sure, but she looks good. She's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so that is it for this week. I think the only thing I'm going to add next week, myself, is Lupin the Third Part Six. Mm. Uh, but maybe there's another thing because we've got no more Godzilla, so I could put another thing in as well. Let's see. Vampire dies in no time. Maybe see if that's oh, any, yeah, that's the any th- crack at all. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. God, times! I, I for some reason, even though I knew it was this season, I thought it was next season uh, because <laughs> I, my brain we'll is not a, my brain is not acknowledging that it's October. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, and it's going to be over before you fucking know it as well. I yep. know, I know, I know, uh, I know. I'll be doing price lists before I know it. Um, yeah. seasons yeah. full. Uh, let's take a look at this list. So I know Lupin is uh, Saturday. I think is it. Um, Saturday, yeah, it's yeah, Saturday on high uh, yeah, mid afternoon. Uh, Vampire dies in no time. Yeah, that is that's already out, isn't it? The one's already out. Yeah, I think it yeah. comes out on the yeah. Sunday. I, I, <clears> I did <throat> watch. I did watch the thing everyone's raving about the animation about. Uh, what's it called? It's the one about the. It's based on like a multimedia. Oh, it's like of uh, destiny. It's a, it's a classical Lloyd, but serious. Or yes, uh, yes, if you if you taught Simple Gear was like was too much. Here's our different version of that. Uh, yeah, 
it, uh, I've, I've seen some. There's some the some animation is before, flashy, right? but it felt a bit hollow as a project. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that it felt like it is based on some sort of mixed media project, and <laughs> I was like, I wonder how the video game version of this works. Um, uh, yeah, when we say, we say mixed media, everyone's saying, okay, we, you haven't got enough to sell your mobile game, mom. We need to have something else in there to try and drive up interest. Um, <clears throat> but it's got some very flashy animation. But I, I, as I was watching it, I was like, mm, maybe I'll just we'll look at the gifs. Um, but yeah, I'll check out The Vampire Dies in no time, that's for sure. And Lupin. Uh, I hear people raving about Sakugan. I guess that aired today. But I don't think there's anything okay. else that's ended, is there? That's it. it oh, no, Sunny Boys ended as well. Of course, we could fit another one in. Oh, let's see. Yeah, no, yes. we're not. We're not I'm not just going to start on Sunny Boy episode one again. It's not going to be an Angel's Egg situation with watching it every year. Oh, uh, it's tempting. I would do it. <laughs> it's, 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 it's definitely one that I'm going to come back to just at various points. Well, yes. it's like the each episode is like could be as, it's like its own little self-contained thing. But a lot of the time, you just like dip in and out, but, back uh, into it again. Because there's possibility you, be, you could do Angel's yeah. Egg episode, my Angel's Egg episode about Sunny Boy and the Loop on the third episode this year. Um, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Exciting times ahead, and I should have finished what the last bit of Baki that's dropped before I got to watch anything new. <laughs> but oh, that's something I will watch. I, I see. I did it. I just jumped straight in. On, I just watched the first episode of the new Baki. Um, uh, what Bash just came out? Yeah, the one which uh, just came out. Yeah, you you probably be fine. Yeah, yes, you uh, you, yeah. you are fine. Dropping. The inst- I, I just like. Oh, I don't know who this kid is. who's hanging out with Bucky, but he's just some kid. Yes. He was just there to be impressed by. Oh man, he is so hench. Yes. It's also he's crazy because <laughs> he's like imagining, you know, doing image training with a praying mantis because that is like pound for pound the best fighter in the animal kingdom. So naturally, he wants to yes. imagine just fighting a man-sized giant mantis. Yes. Train I think it was just the thumbnail of the dad fighting the prehistoric uh, elephant, isn't it, or something? Uh, <laughs> in the first episode. At the end of last season, wasn't he fighting a lion? It just cuts to him in the middle of fighting a lion, I think. Uh, he's been yeah. at a bigger game. Uh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And it was, a lot of it is just, we were in prison, and we got to watch Che Guevara uh, fight um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's um, mentor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the battle to the death. Or battles mm. of the pain, anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me see what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to do Fina Pirate Princess. Mm. Vampire Dies in No Time. Yeah. Uh, so that's two. Um, Lupin. Sakugan. Lupin. Dragon Quest. Mute King. I think that's what I'll do for my six this week. That sounds sensible. That mm. sounds fine. Um, I'm not sure. There's a couple of other things, but like that, those are the ones that take the most interest. Yeah. Uh, refresh my memory. Animalist. And probably some other things in there I could be curious about. Maybe I'll have a go at it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Could be. How'd it go? Not you, not you, not you. Uh, I may look at the hockey one. I was going to say, you're going to look at the ice hockey <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> Because I've, I've wondered at times, oh, like, uh, there's so many kind of these sports shows. I've never seen an ice hockey one, which I was imagining, uh, wondering as I was like, doing hmm. a triple header overnight of, of NHL at work uh, some years <laughs> back. Wonder if there's any hockey enemy out there. Um, hmm. well, I must like the uh, keep on with the Hake story as well. Um, but that's why I can kind of come 
what to be a few at a time. Uh, oh, um, the vampire cosmonaut. I'll, I have, I might, oh, I yeah. That fuck. Too. <laughs> it's vampire season, I guess, in more ways than one. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. On top of all the things I already mentioned, that seems like uh, something that's probably manageable. Mm-hmm. Something else was bound to escape my notice, though, and then it's on. That, that, that 86 thing as well, I thought I'd, I'd have more time to uh, look at that before they had another series of that, but it's already here, because that mm. one shook out fairly decently from what I heard, and not the kind of subject matter that I'm used to anime doing a competent job of uh, <laughs> of dealing with sensitively and... and uh, that's that just that kind of dealing with in a, in a sensitive and appropriate manner. Um, mm-hmm. So that's one I would probably have a look at. Mm. Yeah, I, I, right I, I make my life easier just by not bothering with anything which says it's been adapted from a light novel. Uh, <laughs> just to quickly reduce the field. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that does make uh, a season of Bongo Stray Dogs better. So, yeah. yeah yes, yeah. it does. But, uh, but then the Vampire <laughs> Cosmonaut is based on a light novel, but it's doing something. Oh, this, is, this could be something actually like uh, outside of the usual boilerplate light novel premise, premises, right. if anything. So, uh, I think that's deserving of at least a gawk to see yeah, if yeah. it's uh, any look. use. But the trailer is seem like it is could be like at one time. Whether it's all stretched out over a long way, I hope not. But you know, yeah, yeah, we do. Ronnie Ho, we'll be back with uh, well, probably a much longer episode next week. <laughs> so we'll see you then. Goodbye. Bye. Ta-ta.